Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome back once again, my baby boomer friends, to Another Day Above Ground. And, you know, as uh, as everybody likes to say around this time of year, tis the season to be jolly. And uh, and that's what we have. We're currently, I think, at the very beginning of the Christmas season, the tail end of the Hanukkah season. It's uh, it's uh, mid-shopping season. I don't know what else. And I believe it's uh, new variant season. Sorry. I don't even know what this one's called. I think it's a unicorn variant. And uh, anyhow, we, have, we, we got a special show for you today. And by we, I mean me and my partners, or my partners and myself, the three of us. First of all, from... Uh, uh, from the beautiful town of Denver, Colorado, please welcome Carolyn Strauss. It's funny. It's been so warm here in Colorado this whole past week. It's amazing. We're just waiting for snow because um, I, I don't know how Santa works when there's no snow. I have to ask all my friends in Florida. He's a lot slower without the snow. I know that. (laughs) 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 So it may take time. And joining us from what looks like Toyland here on our video version today, but really it's the state of Indiana. Please welcome Tim Slagle. Oh, the Aristotle of comedy. The value of Twitter dropped precipitously after... uh... CEO Jack Dorsey stepped down. Uh, investors saw their portfolio disappear quicker than an election fraud tweet. <laughs> now, why? Why? I just read that that he stepped down, but why? Did he do something bad? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I just. I, I saw the headline, wrote the joke, and then uh, uh, got it, jumped on Skype. I well, he's got 140 characters to answer our question. Come on, Jack. <laughs> well, as I uh, as I start off by saying, you know, it's the it's the holiday season, and at this time of year. There seems to be an emphasis. Well, this year, at least people are going back into stores. Last year, they all stayed home and uh, and had to order online. But, I learned uh, something. I actually learned something this this uh, Thanksgiving, is that uh, we had a pierogi party at my mom's house uh, uh, two days after the day after Black Friday, uh, Saturday, and uh, I learned that. It, if if something is not done, it, it it doesn't mean that you're not the first person to think about it. It it could mean that it was just a bad idea. Uh, we had uh, we're we're making pierogies, and there were some leftover sweet potatoes in the refrigerator, and I said, you know, I wonder if anyone has tried to make sweet potato pierogies in the past, and because uh, you know that sounds that sounds like it might be good, and. Uh, it was not. What was not good about it? They sound like they would be good. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I said, right. geez, geez, why hasn't anyone ever tried to make sweet potato pierogies before? And I'm pretty sure someone has. <laughs> <laughs> and they ended up in the trash just like the ones I made. <laughs> 
That's like I had a sandwich of peanut butter and cheese, and I thought this is going to be good. And no, it... <laughs> and for our listeners, uh, pierogi is uh, they're referring, of course, to uh, Saint Pierogi, the patron saint of dough. And uh, so that's what they were celebrating. <laughs> I call it the, the the Michael Crichton corollary. Is uh, you remember in Jurassic Park, we all learned that just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. <laughs> and uh, I thought, wait a minute, I've had butternut squash ravioli, and butternut isn't is aren't pierogies like raviolis? Uh, I I don't know. Maybe they're maybe. about five times the size yeah. of okay. a ravioli. And, and 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 doughier, and and it was also it was also you know it, it might be possible to make uh, sweet potatoes so that it would f- taste good in a pierogi, but when yeah. it's traditionally uh, uh, dressed for Thanksgiving with maple syrup and uh, and cinnamon and brown sugar and, and no. <laughs> yeah, well, I can see. Yeah, they, oh, oh, yeah, yeah they it, were. Yeah, it did no, not. No, that work. sounds they perfect. Were, you were... mush it together. You put it in the pierogies, and then you fry them, and then you sprinkle cinnamon and sugar on them. That did that not work? I didn't sprinkle the cinnamon and sugar. I just tried one out of the fryer, and uh, the rest went. Uh, the batch went into the. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this is this does not. Like I said, you're right. It's possibly I could squeeze the, 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 the sweet potato recipe into a pierogi to make it good. But then, you know, that does that does again invoke uh, the Michael Crichton corollary again, which uh, the first time I thought of that was when I first tasted pumpkin spice beer. Wow. Yeah, I've never had that. I don't think I, yeah, I ever would. You don't. <laughs> that would go great with a pumpkin spice cigar. Do they make those now? They make cigars in like every flavor. I bet there's a pumpkin spice cigar somewhere. It's. Uh, I was actually. I was actually in a store that sold uh, that sold blunts, and they actually uh-huh. they now have watermelon flavored blunts, and that to me just just seemed wrong. Well, it's, it's seasonally inappropriate. It's just... Well, well this time of year, season. but it still seems wrong. It just, you know. It's it's the stereotype. Yeah, just like menthol grape flavor. No, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Carolyn has no idea what we're doing. Well, then there's candy canes, right? Peppermint goes in everything. Um... Doesn't it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how big the stick is. <laughs> no. What I meant, you are nasty, nasty men. <laughs> Bad boys. <laughs> oh, well, you know, while we're on the topic, Let's talk about toys. <laughs> <laughs> we we thought that since we're approaching, you know, the the holiday season or in the midst of it, that uh, you know everybody's got a kid somewhere that they buy a toy for, and toys have changed from when we baby boomers were kids to now when we have like kids or grandkids. And I just find that uh, uh, amazing. I mean, for instance, these are some of the things that you you, uh, can no longer get, which are uh, first number one on the list, of course, jarts. My jarts. Never heard of it. You never heard of jarts? Never. 
Wow. What's you, a jart? It's a, uh, it's, it, it's currently they're called long darts or lawn, L-A-W-N darts. It's about uh, 18 inches long, maybe, maybe a little shorter than that. And with a handle on it and some fins. And at the other end is a heavy, sharp steel point. And you toss them up into the air, much like the game of horseshoes, intending to land them within the circle. But many, many times, an errant jart would go right through your kids. <laughs> who, who did you put in the circle? No. Nope. No, nobody's in the circle. Well, then where's the fun in that? I, I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, outdoor darts. That's what they're called now, outdoor darts. But the, yeah, they were heavy and they went a long way. And see, they, they, they aimed at a target. There's nobody in the circle. But like with horseshoes, you're usually standing close to the stake, you know. And if you stood close to the circle and you weren't watching, you could catch a dart right in the shoe. See, there it looks very, see how sharp it is? So Tim is, is showing her one now on the video. Tim? Oh, that's that a, that's a, yeah. A, it's actually it's actually it's actually brand new. I, 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 ironically, I just happened to have the have my set sitting right here by the by the by the. I didn't even I didn't even know we were going to talk about jarts. It's uh, well, I, I, it's great that you just had them hands handy. I didn't even know that they were still being made. I thought they were out of uh, out of business. Can we talk about the stack of million dollars? That I had when I was a kid, Tim. Do you have that sitting next to you too? I wish. I wish the magic worked like that. Ah, uh, oh, darn. It, it's uh, um. That is so funny that you had that sitting there. That is yeah, weird. Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, and if you you see at the bottom here, uh, uh, let's see, Outdoor Dart Company, www dot, uh, Garden, uh, uh, Games UK. I thought it said Garden Games Suck. Garden Games. Yeah, Garden Games Suck. That's what it says. Oh, you're right. It does. It does. Uh, uh, we'll Garden have to games. put this part of the show up on video so people can see what we were seeing. Garden Games well, UK. Garden, Garden Games UK, and you take the last three letters, and it's S-U-K. And Carolyn says, well, they're over the sea, so they may not need it. So it's uh, Garden Games Suck. I found out... I found out um, on the uh, on the uh, internet, that they were still legal in England. Wow! And, and a lot of people were buying them in England, so I I, I contacted the, the 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 company in England, and they said, "Yeah, uh, they're legal here, but we can't ship them to the U.S." And he goes, "Well, I can ship them, you know, because there's nothing, there's no restriction on shipping them, but the trouble is, is the United States, the SEC." made it impossible for any financial transaction to occur with them that's how that's how that's how serious the united states were about banning garden darts wow. in the united states yeah but they, they, guns wow. and ak-40s are fine no but garden no, you darts ship, you no. can't ship guns to the uk guns. anyway and you can't so, even so, buy you can't even buy toy guns anymore so what i had yeah. to do so what i had to do is i had to actually find someone who lived it i have a friend that lives there had to mail the check to them with my address and then i had to reimburse him through paypal that was the way we had to have a third party so that the the uh, uh u.s government wouldn't know that i was buying the dart that the financial transaction wasn't there and i got the darts and the first time i tried them they they 
just didn't stick. I threw them and they didn't stick. And I looked at them. Yeah, they didn't have any points. Is that is that they're legal in the UK? However, they're not allowed to be pointed. They actually were blunt end, and they they suggested watering your yard before you played with the uh, darts. And uh, fortunately, it sounds I, like code. You know, oh, yeah, a lot of work. I, I went through a lot of work with this. It, it, it's uh, uh, fortunately, I had a buddy who owns a metal shop. <laughs> and, and I went in and he goes, yeah, because I don't have time, but the, he goes, that machine right there, just use that machine and just like hold it on an angle and just rotate it. So I put four really nice points on those darts. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're absolutely deadly. And uh, they're, 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 they happen to be in a stack right next to my desk here. So. <laughs> very, very nice. Okay. And I'm really glad the government doesn't know anything about it. In our public podcast, <laughs> <laughs> tens of people yeah. listen to. Good job, Tim. Well, so I, don't many. Know, I don't know if they're illegal to own. They're just illegal to, you know, they're 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 illegal to pay for, I guess. Which, uh, um, don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Mr. Tim Slagle from Indiana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's gonna tell me. No one's gonna tell me I can't play garden darts. Exactly. It's America, and we should be able to stick it to whomever we want. That's the memo right from Congress. You know, actually, if I had a home invader, I could actually reach for one of those. I could probably, pretty quick, I could probably uh, put it on. Oh, you're throwing that? Where'd you get that, England? No point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you thought Rittenhouse got in trouble. <laughs> these are and, these are legitimately yeah. illegal weapons. <laughs> Alec Baldwin is asking Rittenhouse for his lawyer's name. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about what about? Here's one of my favorite ones from the Silly Putty. Remember Silly Putty? Do they not make that anymore? Well, no, they still make it, but I mean, oh, okay. started back when we were in the fifties when yeah. we were kids. Yeah, give give uh, you have any kids in your family uh, uh, next next holiday? Give them give them out silly putty and see how thankful they are for that. You'd have <laughs> to find you'd have to find a Sunday newspaper too, though. I was going to say nobody gets the newspapers. That's yeah. right. That Do you remember that you could take the silly putty and mush it over the cartoon, and then you'd get a copy of it? It was so cool. Yeah, that yeah, was no, the best. I, yeah, probably the grocery store flyer is what they're they're, they're gonna they're gonna be able to, to copy pictures of meat. <laughs> yeah. not gonna wow, be, not grapes ninety nine cents. Yeah. That is exciting to have on silly. <laughs> not, gonna, not gonna be able to get Beetle Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> What's that ever happened to Beetle? What, that was uh, who did that? The Mort war Walker? ended. No, it's a war ended. It was Mort, World War Mort II. Walker. Mort Walker. <laughs> Mort Walker, yeah. Yeah, he was, it was like Dondi. I always liked Dondi. He was the only 12 year old kid in America that's lived through World War II. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Oh, back in the 50s was the first uh, Frisbee, was, was first created, which, uh, which was, uh, you know, we we still carry through with that uh, today. Well, the, and also, the, the ancient Greeks might differ. You mean the discus? Yeah, isn't that isn't the, doesn't the discus fly like a frisbee? I always thought it did. Yeah, but you don't see many people catching one. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a theory of how the frisbee was invented. What's that? I, 
I think it was some mother who was just pissed that her kid was not coming in for dinner. So she took the top of a pot and flew it out at him and said, <laughs> hey, catch this. Come home. Dinner's ready. Huh. That's a very nice story. That's actually not it. But it was uh, it was invented by the and named for the Frisbee Pie Company in Chicago because it was a, a flying pie pan, basically. And this guy figured if he could hammer it out just a little bit more, now it's a cool toy. So that's where the Frisbee came from. Just hammer it out a little bit more. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> and two of my other favorite toys from back then, the Slinky. Do you still have a Slinky? That was a favorite toy, Dale. Really? Was that a well, favorite? Well, yeah. It went Only down the steps. Only if you had stairs. steps, right. Yeah. Yeah but, yeah, but even then, once down the steps, uh, uh, okay, that's neat. Now what Now what does it do? Now that, that, you go that, back to down the top steps of the again. Back. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that one, you know, the silly putty you can make into, oh, my gosh, look. I can't I can't believe this. I think I actually, I think I actually have some silly putty right here. You do not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I don't. I actually don't. Uh, thank goodness. I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you can make it into shapes. It bounces like a ball. You can do the, you can, you know, uh, copy cartoons. You know, kids today will stick it to the monitor and say it doesn't work anymore. Um, the, but, but you know, the the slinky. That's it. Down the stairs. Down the stairs. That's it. That's uh, what's there. It is silly putty. Oh my goodness. Dale did have silly putty. How about Dale that? Dale has silly putty. It stretches and then you can really do it really hard. It snaps. It, Whoops. There you go. Yeah, it's the real thing, baby. It's, a, it's amazing. It's Slinky, I think, is a classic example of the toy that was just sold by the ad. Those kids looked like they were having so much fun uh, uh, playing with the Slinky, and, and I could I can still sing the song. You guys, you guys go ahead, that? Tim. Uh, what? Well, actually, you know what? I don't know if I know that song because there's another. Ren and Stimpy did a parody of the Slinky commercial called Log. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they kind of they, they they were mocking it satirically that yeah if you with the right commercial you can you can sell a log and I know that one it's uh, what rolls downstairs alone or in pairs rolls all over the family dog what's great for a snack it fits on your back everyone knows it's log it's log it's log it's big it's heavy it's wood it's log it's log it's better than bad it's good <laughs> everyone wants a log you want to get a log log my blammo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, but I did remember the chorus to the Slinky song. Everyone loves the Slinky. You sang it, that's great. Slinky, slinky. My, my two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter loves the Slinky. Loves it. She doesn't care about it going down the steps, but she'll just grab one end, give me the other end, and run as far as she can. And then, <laughs> and then we see which one. Let's go first, and then she go picks it up, and we do it again. Ow! Well, no, you drop a slinky. It's, like, <laughs> it's not like industrial stuff, you know, springs. And the other, the the toy that I also wait, had. Wait, wait, hang, hang on, hang on a second before you go. Uh, uh, okay, I may not know how to sing it. A marvelous thing. Everyone knows it's Slinky. It gives a big lift when wrapped as a gift. A very likable toy. It's falling in place, brings smiles to your face. Something kids can enjoy. It's Slinky. It's Slinky. For fun, it's a wonderful toy. It's Slinky. It's Slinky. It's fun for a girl and a boy. 
and slinky mobiles with big slinky wheels and pistons that move as you go. It makes a great sound when you pull it around. The driver's an old-timey fellow. A slinky dog, a slinky train, many more wonderful toys. You tug the string, they do their thing. They're great for girls and boys. They're slinkies, they're slinkies, really wonderful toys. They're slinkies, they're slinkies, they're fun for girls and boys. And that's how you get your money out of a 60-second radio commercial. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, that was great. And, oh, what's this? oh, the other toy I think has really shaped my life to this day. I, I consult it all the time, and that's, of course, the Magic 8-Ball. And, uh, you know, you got to have something to depend upon, and uh, you just... Whatever question, you turn it over and it says, you know, try again. Answer cloudy, ask again later. <laughs> That's actually my standard answer for everything. So, yes, the magic eight ball. Those eventually, the, the, the letters eventually wore off. They actually they dissolved did. in the fluid so that uh, the, the eight ball just, just gave up. Oh, well, everybody's got to go sometime. I saw, a McDonald's, I saw a McDonald's toy that, uh, 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 that, that one of the kids had over Thanksgiving. It's, I guess it's from a, from a new Pixar movie, and it's like, it's like a hippie, and he's got like a, he's got like a rat, a pet rat, and a, and, a, and a crock. And then you push the button on his back, and the, 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 the soup and the crock spins around, and then when you let go, it stops on yes, no, or question mark. So it's kind of a... And it comes with a Happy Meal for free. And so you can answer all the questions in life. <laughs> it's the, what is a psychic soup? Somebody said, who is this? And somebody said, oh, that's blah, 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 from blah, blah, blah. It's a new Pixar movie on Disney+. Plus. So I have, wow. I, I have no idea. Maybe in a future episode I'll be able to do a callback and say, okay, I know now. But I, okay. this, at, this point, at this point ever... I have no idea. Did you guys ever make your own little fortune teller things with the paper that you went oh, like yeah, this? Oh, yeah, cootie catchers. Yeah, cootie catchers. What? Cootie catchers. Cootie catchers. Which, yeah, sounds sounds dirty now that we're... I'm thinking, <laughs> what are you Now that we're old and still immature. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I love my friends, but what are they saying? I don't understand now. Distressed. I was an innocent child and I made this little thing that went like, and you yeah. wrote inside the little yeah. triangles a fortune. That's what we called it. We called it a cootie catcher because usually, usually when you get all the way into the, you know, you unfold it all the way, you would, the, the person you like's name, the, the girl you like's name would be in there. So I think that's, I think that's why it was the cootie, you know, it's ah ha ha ha, you like Jill, you're going to get cooties. So, I think it was named after a vice squad in the L.A. Police Department. <laughs> the, the cootie catchers. <laughs> and then there was the Ouija board. Yeah. Not allowed in our house. Why? It was satanic. It was satanic. It was evil. It was evil. Anything made by M- Milton Bradley can't be evil. Oh, you would think, but yeah, no, it was yeah, it was a, it was billed not billed but rumored as a satanic uh, toy, and it was yeah. shunned because of that. But when I figured out, well, 
Shit, I can push it around. <laughs> I had no problem with it. I can say whatever I want. Okay, well, Dale always says I'm going to hell anyway. So I found, yes. a, great, I found a great use for the Ouija board, though, because it was like really, really slick. I mean, it was made to be. So that, yeah. that so that that, that 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 whatever that's called the oracle or whatever would move on it easy. But if you turn yeah, the little it, plastic you, thing if, with the with the clear little hole in it, so you could see the letters and numbers. Right. But if you turned it upside down and put it on the shag carpeting and like ran and jumped on it, yeah, <laughs> it was. Like, it's like those boards that the kids have on the beach and you know on the Gulf Coast where they throw it on the water and and skim the skimmer boards. But I was doing that. I was doing that on the shag carpeting years ago. <laughs> what color was your shag carpeting? Uh, green. Lime green. Green, lime green. Yeah. Lime green? Yep, lime green. Wow. Ours was like dark blue, light blue, and green. It was supposed to look like the ocean. Oh. Ah. So, well, our yes. ceiling dripped, so it was kind of like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't wasn't really lime green. It was mold. But you know, still, <laughs> your favorite toy growing up. What was your favorite most memorable toy? I remember mine was when I was eight years old. I got my first electric train set, an American Flyer train set. I have it to this day, and that was always my my very favorite toy. That's I had a I had a Lionel. I had a Lionel steam engine. Yeah. That was, I don't know if you were into trains, Carolyn, but that was kind of like the difference between beta and VHS. You know, you were either a Lionel trainster or an American <laughs> Flyer trainster. And then HO came in and screwed up everything. Uh, yeah, HO actually, t- there was a logic to HO because uh, because my train set was a Super O, and it was like there was no place in the house I could I could put it yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Was just, it was ginormous. And then there was also the N-gauge trains, which I don't know. I don't know who the heck had those. Those Somebody like with incredible eyesight. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the N. What's what's the one that's bigger bigger than O? I, mine was like O. Oh, oh, I don't know. I thought N was the one smaller than Yeah, you know, you are right. The you are mini. right. The N yeah, or the little yeah. bit that you can put on a mantle. You can actually do a whole layout <laughs> on a mantle. <laughs> Who says? What? What? We never had we never had trains in my house growing up, but I, but it was girls, and I know that we were totally sexist. I think when I think our parents were totally sexist because girl had girls had girl toys and boys had boy toys. Oh, well, they really did. Everybody's parents, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you what my favorite toy is, and you can't make fun of me. We okay. wouldn't do that. It was called sit and spin. It doesn't surprise. Wait, wait, maybe we shouldn't have agreed to that before we it, asked Dale. It doesn't. It doesn't. Surprise I swear it was an me. actual toy. You can look it up. It was. I a just saw it on my list here. Yeah, I almost brought it up earlier. The sit and spin, and yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and then the big wheel. You know, they 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 make they still make those for girls your age. Only that you need, <laughs> you need to get a contractor to put in ceiling supports. <laughs> now I just date boys with Harleys. It's the same thing. <laughs> Jeez. Just, just type it into Google, sit and spin. See what comes up. <laughs> Did you guys ever play Jacks? It was the cheapest game in the world. What's the name of it? Jacks, you know, with the it's ball a girls, and the little a girls game, Oh, Jacks, Jacks. Yeah, it, was okay. a, it was a girls' game, but I don't know why. 
It was like boys yeah. had marbles, girls had jacks. Jacks, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that weird when you think about it? That it yeah, jacks should have been neutral, you would think. So should marbles. Because they were these little five spiky things and and a ball. Oh, I think I know why. I think I can. Why? I, I have a guess also. Go ahead, Tim. It is because on jacks, you try to collect them. With uh, marbles, you're shooting them everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, plus, jack, jacks require more, a little more agility and patience. With marbles, it's just how far can I make his go? Okay. <laughs> yep. I got it. But that's, actually, right. that's, actually, that's actually a generation before us. I mean, yeah, we still had marbles and we still had jacks. But it was, you know, for, for me, it was my dad that taught me how to shoot marbles because when he was a kid, he used to, you know, he was he was proud of his marble collection because he, you know, you, you would go into a marble circle with like other neighborhood boys and you would uh, you'd, you'd try to get, you know, their best marbles is uh, and then you'd have a collection and they try to get them back. So, I mean, it was actually uh, uh, the Com- competitive marbling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my friend that I visited up in Maine is, you know, a, a, an adult like us, and he's been collecting marbles for a long time, and he's also a, a, a wood craftsman. So the displays that he has made for all of these marbles is just huh. amazing, huh. just amazing. You know what? I, you know what I think it is now that I, now, now that now that it occurs to me, the reason why the reason why there was such value on those marbles is is marbles were probably expensive to a to to a depression era kid. So so I mean they actually did have they did have more value for us, you know, you could go to the dime store and you could buy a thousand marbles for a buck. You know, so it really didn't, they're really, it's like, ha, 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 I got your green cat's eye that you loved so much. It's like, well, I got, you know, I've got 700 of them, so I don't care. But the problem is, is when you couldn't, you know, hold on to them and you lost your marbles, then everything would just go upside down. Which hoping, is what's happening now. I was going to say, I was hoping for a bigger finish because kids were out of time. <laughs> I figured, yeah, that loves your marbles joke. That's strong enough to finish on. Sure, that's the ticket. <laughs> Anyhow, we are uh, we are done with this issue of Toys uh, uh, Past and uh, Present, and we may even have another episode because what the heck, we like talking about them. Carolyn, any final words for the folks? No. Go look through your basement and find toys that you loved when you were a kid and pass them on to your kids and grandkids. There you go. Tim? Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Because to you, it might be the most special toy that you ever had. To a kid, that's some dusty old junk. That they, <laughs> that exactly. They you put want. that right on eBay, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> So anyhow, thanks for joining us. We encourage you to go to uh, anotherdayaboveground.com to uh, read more about us and, and see all of our, listen to all of our episodes. Uh, I invite you to go to daleirvin.com to sign up for the Friday Funnies that you'll get in your email every Friday. And yes, it is funny. Other than that, we will uh, see you all next week. But go out and enjoy today because it is Another Day Above Ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.